0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Coffee at Jitters. Today we're going to be talking about a movie that that is more of a phenomenon, that That a lot of us have been waiting 10 years to see, 20 plus movies, and an entire universe to back it up before we could actually see it. That's right, if you haven't guessed, we're going to be talking about Marvel's Infinity War today. So, since this movie came out way earlier in the year, and we already have it out on Blu-ray DVD for a couple months now, we're going to be skipping the spoiler free review and going straight into the spoiler review as we really want to talk about all the amazing moments, the nerdy moments, the geek moments, the things that we like, the things that we didn't like the overall structure of the movie, and as everyone on the internet is already doing, speculations on what's next for the MCU, not just for Avengers 4, but also for the MCU as a whole. So today we're going to be talking about that, and of course, I'm your usual host Sonny, with my usual co-host Jason as well. But today we're actually joined by a special guest. His name is Ryan. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, we've known him for a little while now. Well, I've only known him for a little while now. Jason has known him for quite a long time, and he's really into the universe as well. He's really Really into comics. He knows a lot, very smart, very fun, and I really hope you guys give him a warm welcome in this episode, too. Uh, But Without further ado, we're just gonna jump right into it because we have a lot to talk about. So, as stated, uh, we have a guest today at Coffee at Jitters, and his name is Ryan. Uh, and basically, I'm gonna be posing a question for everyone to be talking about today, and I'm kind of gonna be running today's show. Yeah. And uh, I guess my first question is: Is how did you guys feel about the the movie uh, as a whole, as a part of the MCU? Because you know, it's been it's been ten years since the movies came out. And uh, there's been like twenty plus movies leading up to this movie. Did you? How do you feel in general um, about how this movie felt in the MCU? Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you've you hear rumors about like Kevin Feige like imagining this like you know like nine eight eight or nine years ago, and uh, yeah. it, like it definitely you feel it. Like um, I remember when Civil War came out, you kind of had that. That was the first one where a lot of them kind of collided, and you're mm. like oh, this is what a superhero movie could be. Right. Um, And then Infinity War was just like, oh, no, this is
0: what a superhero movie is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt like even from just seeing the trailers, the minute I saw the trailer, I was like, it's all been leading to this. And it's been leading to this perfectly. You know, like, I Mm -hmm. felt like eventually, no matter what happened, they couldn't use the same characters forever. And this MCU, even if it'll exist forever... A chunk of it like a section of it has to end you know what i mean just like in yeah. comics there's the silver age the bronze age you know all that stuff and then right. they do reboots and whatever so i knew at some point in my lifetime this section of <laughs> movies had to end and i was just so glad that the minute i saw infinity war begin i was like here it is you know what i mean i'm alive for it it's been <laughs> 20 plus movies and these characters deserve a great send-off so like this is before I even watched the movie just seeing the trailer I was like if every character that I've known up until now dies at the end of this movie I would not yeah. be terribly sad about it cuz I've felt like this is like this is it you know what I mean this is what yeah. I've been waiting for you know like <laughs> 10 years 20 movies this is the moment you know what I mean yeah. this yeah. is the moment and all it took was that very first statement of him just talking like I don't I can't even like completely remember what his line was when like the trailer starts, but I was like, that's it. It got me. Ten seconds in.
1: What the uh the dispatch from the
2: from Thor's ship or uh oh, the, no you oh, mean the trailer, even the, the movie, yeah. Or even <laughs> no, 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 Nick Fury's speech about about the team. Yeah. That was powerful. Yeah. That really primed yeah. you. That was like the uh I can't remember who does it. Is. Do you guys remember like there's that guy who makes those awesome Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, cuts. Oh, the uh, Marvel Exchange. MCU Exchange. MCU Exchange, yeah. That trailer was basically, like, a Marvel Exchange, like, video, Mm. in a way. Yeah. You know, it's so, like, expertly, like, put together in that style. And I think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, were inspired by those cuts because they were, like, really, really well done. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think we're going to talk more about that point about, um, you know, the send-off to our heroes later on in this episode. But as a whole, yeah, I definitely agree that it's... It just felt like we finally arrived at the moment because you know it's been like itching uh-huh. at the back backs of our like minds for the, pretty much the entirety of the, like ever since at least the first Avengers movie yeah with the uh, the post credit scene with Thanos oh yeah um, far departure I mean, from that
0: Thanos to what we got yeah,
2: like, yeah yeah pretty significant changes along the way but like we all knew it was gonna end there at some point yeah right. So it's it was really cool to finally I don't know. It's like in the advertising, I mean it, it kinda became a meme, right? Like the most ambitious crossover movie. Right. In movies, <laughs> right <laughs> something <yeah>. like that. <laughs> it kinda came it became a meme. But in a way, it still like doesn't take away from how ridiculous it was that this movie exists. Like built this universe was built up over a decade. There were so many characters in this movie, like I was so afraid in a way. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know how they would possibly balance so many stories in mm. a single movie. Yeah. We saw them do it in Civil War, yeah. and I was really surprised because, like, I was I was worried about that, too, in Civil War because there were so mm. many characters to play with, and they did it really well. Right. They pulled off Civil War right. beautifully, but this was, like, almost double the heroes or something like that. Yeah. It was, like, crazy was crazy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think another big thing, not to, like, uh, focus too much on those trailers, though, is that I really enjoyed that (laughs) they did the uh, Nick Fury quote in one of the Mm -hmm. trailers where he's, like, saying, you know, there was an idea that brings together these, like, whatever. And then there was another trailer of the Avengers saying that same, like, speech, but, like, each Avenger saying a different part of it. You know what I mean? So it was so great because, like, it was kind of, like, a great callback to... They weren't a team. They weren't Avengers. And then Nick Fury had to say that statement and then they kind of got, you know, brought together. And then now they are Avengers and now they're saying this was our original purpose and this is what it's all been for. You know, like this was the moment yeah. to fight the battles that no one else can. You know what I mean? Like literally. That we barely <laughs> can. You know what I mean? <laughs> that we barely can. So Yeah. yeah. It was great. But um, moving forward, though, um, how did you guys feel about the movie? by itself like if you were to remove it from the 20 movies of mc 20 plus movies of the mcu and you know it being the whatever the ending point of all these movies how did you feel that the movie would stand if it was just its own movie yeah obviously uh, that's not fair to like you know really consider (laughs) because it was built to be a cumulative movie but a lot of people didn't follow the mcu for 20 movies straight you know what i mean so how do you how did you guys feel the movie would have done for those who didn't like religiously watch every movie like we did you know.
1: And that's and that's that's one of the problems is that I've I've lobbied <laughs> these movies <laughs> so hard with my friends that I was I was actually at, immediately after I saw it one of my first thoughts was like yeah I really I won I felt amazing after that but I wonder how that felt for someone who hadn't seen every right. single one um, and I have not found a single person yet <laughs> that, that <laughs> hasn't seen a, like. Many of them, and then mm-hmm. went to see Infinity War. I feel like right. I feel like a lot of people. I know a lot of people who didn't see a lot, and they went to see Black Panther, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, yeah. that's that standard alone really well." I saw. I know a lot of people who hadn't seen a lot and went to see Thor Ragnarok, and they were like, "I didn't get that at all." Um, right, <laughs> and then, um, but I, I almost I got this impression that like uh, a lot of people. Just because, every, like, all the marketing behind it was, like, you know, like, 10 years, right. 20 <laughs> movies, like, right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think everyone
0: was kind of like,
1: yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that was, like, good marketing on them to, like, kind of remove it from people who haven't seen a bunch of it. but uh, yeah. yeah, or at
2: least, like, set the expectation that, like, you probably won't understand what's happening if you haven't seen the movie right yeah i think like i think like as a standalone film in terms of like its action mm-hmm. and like if someone was sort of like a general like they like superheroes but they haven't like seen yeah. like all the mcu movies or they don't really understand the difference between marvel and dc or something right yeah like they probably were Where's like Batman? still like <laughs> the spectacle was probably still amazing because right. like you know the yeah. action sequences and going to space and like all the magic right it's like yeah in a way it's like you know, this is what you've been missing out for a decade if you don't understand (laughs) what's going on. But people kind of had, like, that feeling to a smaller extent, Mm. like, in Civil War. Like, some Mm. people were, like, they went to Civil War, but they didn't see Ant-Man. So they're like, oh, there's, like, there's an Ant-Man guy. And, like, oh, now he's, like, he's also a big guy. Mm. Like, you know, it's, like... (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, some people, like, didn't see Doctor Strange. And so I think there have been smaller cases of Mm. it along the way. Like, Mm. some people not seeing Doctor Strange, but some in Thor Ragnarok. Mm. But this is, like, this really... uh, was a like a benefit to people who have paid attention and like given their time to the cinematic universe. And
1: I think, I think that's going like my initial feeling, talking about my initial feelings where I was like, this is a comic book movie is I really think it it speaks to that because it's like comic books do not, they're a very in group thing. They're very, they do not (laughs) like um, take their time to explain anything. Right. Um, And I think what the, the probably the greatest strength of this one is that it didn't take its time to explain anything. It, it just got, you right been, in at the very yeah. beginning it would have been like yeah. 5
2: hours if they explained everything <laughs> it would have yeah. been it would have been 20 movies <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i have
1: i think <laughs> exactly. i actually have
0: like a great benefit though is that in my experience with these mcu movies is particularly the avengers movies i usually end up watching with someone who hasn't followed the mcu religiously oh nice yeah. um so like when i first watched when i first uh watched the very first avengers i remember coming out of it and then uh, the person i was with was like oh my god this movie is so great hulk is so funny like Well, well, I didn't know that that character even existed. What's his like? What happened to him? Why is he like that? And there was a lot of questions. It was fun, and it was fun for them because it was a fun, happy-go-lucky movie. Mm -hmm. And then I watched Civil War with someone who hadn't watched the MCU as an entirety up until that point, and was like. I don't get it. Like, I don't see, like, why this is so intense. Like, I thought a lot of the stuff they did was dumb. Like, why did they do that? That's dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. You know, like, yeah, you know, because to them, it didn't make sense because there was no buildup of that character to see, like, anything. Like, I remember when I walked out of Civil War, someone explicitly told me, aren't they on the wrong sides? Like, wouldn't Tony Stark be the one saying that he doesn't (laughs) want to follow the rules and Captain America saying them when he does? Because they didn't watch like *Witcher Soldier* to see it, he has PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. <laughs> they don't get it. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you know, Iron Man. And they only watch like the first Iron Man where he's like, you know, I am Iron Man. You know, like I'm against yeah. everything. I'm so cool, and whatever. You know, so it it didn't really yeah. like flow for them, but. Um, I watched Infinity War, and I talked about Infinity War with someone who hadn't been following the MCU because they actually burned out. They were like, I'm so tired of watching superhero movies. There's just way too many. So they skipped. They they didn't even watch Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, even though that was a good movie, they didn't even watch that. They Mm -hmm. only watched Black Panther since, like, Age of Ultron. So from Age of Ultron to, like, (laughs) and they watched Civil War, obviously, but they went from Age of Ultron to Civil War to Black Panther, to this movie, you know? So they skipped a lot. Like, there's a lot in the middle of there that they missed. Yeah. And they still felt like the movie was really good, which I thought was really good as, you know, as a standing of a standalone movie, that it wasn't even intended to be one. The Russo brothers, I feel like, are notorious for saying, you have to have watched some of these movies before coming to this movie, because <laughs> yeah. we're not going to waste time explaining things to you so we can go right into it, you know? Yeah. And uh, they, they I feel like they make movies more so for the fans, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to have seen these. So we're just going to jump right in and give you as much of this that you can get, you know, versus. Yeah. like, Let me explain it for those feeble casuals who like never watch and <laughs> then give you, what you, want, you know, but right. the fact that they stepped away from it and obviously didn't feel as much of a gut punch or like, you know, as much of a impact as we did they still felt like there was like so much happening that they felt like riled up by the movie. Like, even though they had no emotional connection to this character, they were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you know, like, oh my God, this <laughs> kid, oh yeah. my God, what's going to happen to that character? Oh my God, why <laughs> did they do that? And then it kind of made them go like, oh, I mean, I really want to watch the movie from before to see like why that happened now. You know, I want right. to backtrack to see yeah. like why yeah. that's
2: important. I mean, the idea of like going from Infinity War to back to like older movies just seems like so disorienting in a way because there's so much that happens in Infinity War and the the stakes are so high. It's been one of the uh, main criticisms of a lot of the Marvel movies. I think in particular, the older ones that like the stake, there aren't really stakes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really feel like you're in danger. Yeah. But this one had like clearly the highest stakes that there have ever been in the cinematic universe. Half yeah. the universe. Yeah.
0: Stakes, not just Earth, (laughs) Earth. It was half the universe. And so
2: it's like, it seems disorienting in a way to go from what is the most intense, emotional, highest stakes film to like any of the other ones that built up to this moment in a way. You know? I mean, I think. Yeah, Peter Parker just wanted to go to
0: Homecoming versus half the universe. (laughs) But but on the other hand, it's like
1: the stakes (laughs) are so high because we saw like all the other right yeah all the other smaller adventures <laughs> right
2: so hopefully it kind of like retroactively right. makes them feel more intense about infinity war because it's like oh now i'm emo- emotionally oh, yeah. invested and th- that happened to that character yeah, yeah you know yeah i mean think of a, a
0: spoiler <laughs> alert you know obviously not a spoiler alert but i love saying that <laughs> yeah. to this particular scene but like you know like spider-man when he fades away Everyone was like everyone whoever I was with was like, Why are you so sad about that? I'm like, If you watched Homecoming and saw that yeah. boy just like suffer, he's just like he's just a nerdy kid who wants to do the right thing and now he's he's, you know, he's, he's gone. You know, he's just trying to Everyone be a I of yeah. Yeah. everyone I know cried like, come on. at that scene. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: that was intense oh yeah like i
0: don't even care. like not that i didn't care but of all the fades that I think, would hit of me when, when stark got like, stabbed oh, dude. the whole audience and i was oh. i was in an imax
1: oh, theater yeah. of, like i, I, I don't even know like yeah. over 100 people just right. all going
0: <gasps> yeah but then, but then <laughs> yes. right, yeah yeah, and I don't want to bleed too much okay, into that because we're gonna Wait. talk about that later. But yeah, that's that's actually yeah, we're gonna like, have to talk about that for great. sure. All right. Yeah. So um, I guess the next question I I want to bring up then is um, so we're we already talked about the movie as a whole and as a part of the MCU. So what I want to talk about now is what did you guys feel um, as a general as general moments in the movie or just general themes or whatever happened in the movie that you felt like elevated your expectations or like how you felt about the movie while you're watching it or things that kind of like mm. brought it down a little bit. And uh, like, for example, I what elevated it for me um, intensely was just the fact that we jumped right into it. You know, like I didn't (laughs) expect that going in. Um, So I went into it and I was like, oh, there's going to be a little bit of exposition. You know, maybe Thanos is going to be walking around doing something. No, everyone's like half of Asgard's (laughs) ship is dead. And like, you know, their store, we didn't even get to watch him get his ass kicked. But he got his ass kicked with his new thunder power. And like, everyone's getting fucked up. You know, Hulk immediately gets his ass kicked. I was like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> yeah. shit is intense." You know, and there's like two deaths right at the beginning of the movie, like the within the first like yeah. ten minutes of the movie, boom. You know, and an emotional gut punch immediately with everything Loki yeah. saying to Thor while, right before he dies. You know, he like looks at him intensely and says, "Like, you know, I'm Loki, Prince of Asgard," and then he pauses, yeah. like Odin's son, as he looks. at <laughs> like, Oh god, my heart is breaking. And then he's like, you know, don't worry, brother. The sun will shine on us one more day, yeah. like, you know, once again. You know, like, there's hope in the universe. It's right. <laughs> blanket, you know what I mean? Of all people. And I was just like, oh, emotional gut punch right into, like, my yeah. heart. You know what I mean? Just, oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. oh, it just it was rough. It, it took me it took me for a ride right at the yeah. beginning of the movie. The beginning movie. was action-packed. Sure.
1: And then, uh, man, just that New York, that fight sequence, it was – Like, so for me growing up, I didn't read the comic books when I was really young. Um, My parents had kind of like a ban Mm. on comic books. So (laughs) my introduction to Marvel (laughs) was the Spider-Man cartoons on TV. Yeah. And so like my whole kind of like Mm. idea of like, of course, I've gone back and like, you know, caught up. But like my whole concept of the Marvel Universe is Spider-Man with Iron Man occasionally like jumping in uh, to be like, the stepdad role and um, just having that mm. whole fight sequence in New York. Yeah. Like um, mm. to start off with just felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wizard kid. Get yeah. on it. <laughs> he just, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, the, go. The snappy, the, like the witty dialogue the whole way through.
2: Um, I know. Yeah. He's just such an earnest kid. It's so great. It's such <laughs> a great contrast a to Tony Stark's character. Yeah. Who's like so sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many yeah. points that like really elevate this mm-hmm. movie. I'm trying to think, I think one of the things that like, that kind of brought it down in a way and it's more toward the beginning of the movie is mm-hmm. that there's a mm-hmm. lot to build up to and so it take kind of takes a while for things to like really feel like they're happening because Thanos has to like collect everything along right. the way right. like there are fights but you know it's like not quite yet the, 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 the events that are happening don't quite yet like add to the big story which is like the stone thing I mean they all they're all related like all the fights and stuff are around achieving a stone but we all know we're like waiting for mm-hmm. the stones to like be collected because that's like where the fight actually starts. Right. Right. And so like there is a little right. bit of a pacing issue. It's not like it doesn't really you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't tear the movie down by any means because I'm still <laughs> completely engaged and there are so many right. things that like make up <laughs> mm-hmm. for it. But I feel like where Civil War uh-huh. did an amazing job with pacing, despite all the characters. I think there was like mm-hmm. there's probably just too much to handle gracefully in one movie without it being right. like four hours long.
0: Right. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I will say the only like real, real issue, I guess not only one, but I have like two little qualms with the movie overall. Like you said, I was widely engaged. Yep. loved the movie. Uh, I remember right after watching it, I wanted to watch it again, but it didn't, but I didn't want to soil like, the yeah, you kind of just need to I like let it in, sit. But I was like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't even watch it again. Like it felt, it was, it like hit me. So it like, as as people say now, it I got yeah. almost shook. <laughs> Legit. I was shook by the movie, and I like couldn't. I couldn't take. I couldn't <laughs> get myself to see it again. I was like, I'm not ready I need to like recover emotionally to watch this movie again. Like that's how great it was. But I will say, like two little things that I had a problem with was I felt like. Um, the Vision and Wanda romance was kind of unearned. Yeah. yeah, there was like very little flirting. There was like very little flirting between them in Civil War, and then they like everyone kind of implied that they liked each other or that Vision liked Wanda. You know, through Tony Stark's one jab saying, "I heard, I think you hurt like Vision's <laughs> feelings." You know, when you left, and then, and I guess like the paprika yeah. moment, like when they're making when they're yeah. making food. But then all of a sudden, they're, like, you know, escaping together. They're, like, he's, like, breaking all of these, like, rules to, like, see her, And they want to run away from their responsibilities to be together and, you know, all that stuff. And by the end of the movie, I felt like it was kind of earned. But I felt like I really had to force Except myself it. to, like, add extra information into it for me to, like, feel it at that last moment that, you know, when she was when she was the one who had to yeah. want to destroy him. You know, I was like, oh. That's the only part where I felt like it was slightly earned, but I couldn't tell if I felt that because I was like, oh, another gut punch? Or like, you know, coming off of the Gamora Star-Lord thing, or which I felt was earned. um, Or if it was just like me filling in all the blanks from the comic book that <laughs> yeah I had of their that's, relationship, that's true. you know what i mean yeah. so i was like i don't even know like why i care <laughs> about this cuz honestly the person i was with who has watched the mcu movies but not read the comics or know anything about it was like yeah. who cares like it's like it's like you went on one coffee date and now you're like yeah, oh god like, oh, wait. <laughs> you know I mean? house like, of m
1: didn't happen
0: yet so yeah, yeah. like, it's I, like I will say yeah i
1: think i think it. vision honestly was the weakest point for me in the movie in um, general, well. mm. just yeah, yeah, Vision in general, and I, I kind of feel bad because I feel like Age of Ultron was supposed to be his movie, um, and he only right. showed up halfway, and he was it. I mean, Age of Ultron's like probably one of their weaker movies, um, and right. He's ever since then he's been very
0: backseat. Yeah, Civil War. Oh yeah, too strong to be in Civil right. War because there's yeah. no one to right. offset him. And then he's here, and then he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> so when, so somehow. when,
1: like, there was this whole crux of, oh, but we have to kill Vision to save the Mind Stone, and I'm like, yeah, yeah,
3: he's a robot, kill him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I mean, I, I'm not. I haven't read like the old comics where he typically stars, so I didn't. I didn't like have the comics uh, background to like care for him as like a character that was like very like, human, despite not being human. But yeah. I feel like Vision, like, a character like Vision benefits so much from a story that centers around him as the centerpiece, or mm-hmm. at the very least is, like, one of, yeah. like, maybe two or three. Like, there's a really great comic that I actually need to finish reading um, that was about the Vision, um, mm-hmm. where he's, mm-hmm. like, the main character, like, him and this, like, family that he, like, invents. But uh-huh. it's just, like, way more interesting to get into, like, the headspace of this, like, humanoid robot that is like achieving humanity and like where is the line between like Mm. you know being a person not being a person like there's tons of movies and stories that um examine this like um ex machina for instance like i think did a really good job but it's really hard to like feel that like same (laughs) same like sense of like hope and despair with him versus like other characters that we've we know our for yeah. sure human and like we care about. Her.
1: <laughs> if there was, if there was around the time of like Black Panther and Thor: Ragnarok, if there was like another six months of yeah. time in there to throw like a House of M mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah, um, and maybe yeah, give the give, give Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, she needed to be expanded. Yeah, on a both lot. of them. Yeah. I think both I
2: of them were really yeah. like under. They deserve yeah, it. They both need their own stories. Yeah. I think Scarlet Witch in particular. Let's just talk about that. Because Scarlet Witch I think deserved so much more in the MCU in general. Like Agreed. and her uh, role in the in, in the Infinity War is was also kind of disappointing because, because the Vision had to just like sit there and be protected, she also had to sit there and protect. And so she couldn't like be a real character in the story until the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah and it was like they were talking i remembered all these little like side interviews talking about how they're like oh you know wanda's gonna get a big arc in this movie you know she's gonna be really in tuned with her powers a bit more and i was like yeah we saw maybe like two seconds of that <laughs> and then it was like sit in the back yeah corner, and then yeah. we'll wait until like something happens and then everyone's like i remember like when um after the movie came out i was on like instagram and twitter and everyone was just talking about like oh you know now you see how crazy powerful wanda is she is using magic and she's pushing back Thanos with, like, five stones. It's five, yeah. He has, like, five stones, but he still has to, like, use both hands to push to her. She's crazy strong. I was like, yeah. We saw maybe (laughs) ten seconds of that. Yeah. And all she was doing was blowing up the Mind Stone, which, yeah, is a feat, but is blowing up the Mind Stone and pushing Thanos back when, just to, like, jump into a big thing for me, is that... A lot of people thought Doctor Strange's movie was really weak, but Doctor Strange amazing oh movie. Awesome <laughs> I could go like, on for a whole hour. Oh yeah, I could Doctor go Strange. for days talking about how amazing he was. Like you knew he was going to learn a bunch of new spells. You knew he was going to be crazy, yeah. and he yeah. was. You know what I mean? Like he got what Scarlet Witch deserved in this movie. You know, they both deserved it, but he definitely got it. You right. know, because he was one one on oneing Thanos yeah lot, yeah you know and like whipping out spells back and forth and i feel like a lot of things like were held together purely because he was there. <laughs> like if he wasn't there 100 percent screwed in like so many different yeah that's scenarios. True. you know what i mean it's like I yeah know. i really
2: hope that like we get more from wanda's character like i want her to have a solo movie you know if she's allowed to continue um, like if they don't i hope they don't kill her off because she's only been around since age of ultron um then we right. could talk more about like who we expect to pass away later on but i really <laughs> hope that wanda like Gets a movie, or at the very least, give us like a Wanda and Vision movie, and so we can yeah. get to know them as people. We can explore like the nature of like this, of the visions, humanity, and Wanda's abilities because she doesn't really understand them either, you know.
0: Right. Well, as as a jumping off point from that, though, I felt another character who got the short end of the stick that really annoyed me was yes, Gamora. yes. So Gamora <laughs> is constantly talked about as the deadliest woman in the universe, even quoted by Thanos in the movie deadliest would you i am the reason why you are now the deadliest woman in the universe she does one thing in the movie then gets thrown (laughs) off a goddamn cliff yeah you know what i mean it's like all right well well, where where is the moment where she gets to be the deadliest thing in the in the galaxy yeah i have a
1: lot of a lot of thoughts about that and it's i read i think i read i think it was either in the new Yorker or the new york times's review um where they basically they said yeah they assuming you haven't, like, seen the other movies, they in, they mm-hmm. hinge this entire emotional plot on, like, hoping that you'll be invested in the Thanos-Gamora relationship. Mm-hmm. And in right. this movie, there's really not much reason to be. Like, they, right. they try, um, and, yeah, and they've had so many movies with Gamora where this doesn't, where they could have built that up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. And I feel
1: like yeah. they put the Thanos relationship on the back burner in order to do the Gamora Nebula relationship or the yeah. of right. course Gamora <clears throat> as the love interest of Peter Quill, which in those yeah. movies understandable, but it's like then you can't say and now this relationship,
0: you guys remember this relationship, right? <laughs> that she's mentioned yeah, like, like once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt like they just kept using her as a crutch for another character. Yeah. yeah. You know, as for Nebula, for Peter Quill, for, you know, um... And then now for Thanos. And I'm like, what about her? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think Gamora is super cool. I even know. with like her being a crutch in all these movies, I fell in love with that character. Yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy before the movies. And I still don't know <laughs> anything about Guardians of the Galaxy outside of the movies. And I know that there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. I've invested in those characters right. from those movies. And that's with saying that they like short-ended Gamora constantly. Yeah. Pretty much you know, in every so movie. So if they had just given her her time to shine, that would have been great. Yeah. You know, I remember in the trailer when they were like stepping out of the sh- ship in slow motion, she like kind of whips her like long coat out. I was like, oh, she's gonna be badass in this movie. Well, she's gonna do something. Yeah. She's gonna kill a bunch of stuff. Doesn't. Yeah. Nothing. And she you know what she what is I
1: mean? she is badass. Um, and I think you know the the second biggest cry point after Spider-Man mm-hmm. dying was Gamora being thrown to her death. But not, oh, but not yeah. for like plot wise, not for the right reasons. It's just because yeah. everyone mm. knows she's such a badass character.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like
2: what a what a character loss. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. That's why I like, really hope that you know, if she's if she if it you know if she does come back in the future, like if she does like escape the Soul Stone or whatever the whatever the explanation is going to be. I hope that okay like I guess this is like a little more complicated now given recent news but I hope that if there's a Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy volume 3 it's a Gamora-centric story. (laughs) We're not talking about that in this (laughs) this podcast. That's not for this episode. But yeah I really hope that like moving forward if they're going to continue with those characters I hope that Gamora gets her own main story because the first two have clearly been about Star-Lord in the center of it which is fine because like mm Star-Lord's a really interesting character. He's like You know, he's of Earth, but he's always lived in space, and he's, like, part celestial and all that stuff. He's, like, a really funny guy. So he's a great main character for these two movies, but Gamora needs her own stories, I think. Because, like, we don't know that much about her. All we know is that she's a badass, and that she was raised by Thanos. But what else was she doing her whole life? Like, she clearly escaped at some point. (laughs) Like, she's probably infamous in, like, all these parts of the galaxy. Um, Yeah, Yeah, there
0: was, like, a deleted scene in the Blu-ray cut uh, when when I finally got to watch it, and there was this, like, moment this like partially edited scene so it's like really weak cgi of like thanos showing gamora at the throne room like a past version of herself who like brought the head of like someone some like you know warlord or whatever that he ordered her to kill and she was like happy about it and like you know it was like that moment when she was a child of thanos and like doing his bidding and like killing for him you know yeah he was showing like this was you and you know this is when i thought like it would be great if you like took over for me like you sat on the throne where i thought you'd end up and she was like talking about how she hated it and i was like why didn't we get that in the movie like, get a glimpse of her like yeah it was still wasn't a lot and it wasn't much but it was still better than her just sitting in the throne going like i hate it here i hate that chair <laughs> yeah i hate you and your yeah. you know and then she's like gone <laughs> i was like yeah. all right that was real badass gamora like you whined like a teenager That's... and then you got chucked off a cliff <laughs> That's you true. Know? Like, i feel like, like come on i man. feel like in the like, theater that would have slowed it down a little bit
1: yeah um so i can kind of understand but But yeah that does make it like so like so much better and i will say that's only my second gripe like it's not my first gripe Mm -hmm. just because i do think at the very end when thanos is inside we're gonna assume he's inside the soul stone with baby gamora right um that Mm -hmm. was touching that oh yeah that 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 kind of resolved that like unearned yeah so they like
0: made up for it they yeah, do a lot of I that i thought huh? was great as like well,
2: a lot of the ending of the movie kind of they makes make up for, for a <laughs> lot of it later on yeah <laughs> they make up for it towards which the i guess end like because you're like oh yeah this is i guess end. that's fine Like, I they got it in there you know they got it it's okay well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and
0: that's fine but that's that's really like the only gripes i really had with that movie was just the vision and wanda relationship felt kind of uh Yeah. Unearned. Mm-hmm. Um, but easily redeemed at the end of the movie, and then the issue with like what well, the issue I had with like Gamora as like kind of being a throwaway. But I feel like it's probably because they're trying to, trying to lead into something yeah. more important, you know. Movie yeah, like
2: let's uh, let's jump real quick into like our favorite stuff. Like let's just like fanboy about it for a little bit. I mean, we already mentioned right, yeah. Doctor so Strange. Like, right, yeah. So, let's
0: <laughs> let's let's uh segue into that. So, we're gonna start. So, my next question for you guys actually was gonna be um, moving away from plot details because that's uh, another point I'll bring up in a little bit. Was what did you guys think was your like greatest moments, whether it's a specific character moment or just a single scene in the movie or like the teams, you know, team, Lord, team <laughs> Titan, team Wakanda? Uh, let's let's just let's just spend a little time here and <laughs> fanboy about it. And uh, because I get to name the topics, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in front of everybody. And Can I just say. Yeah. Like, when, as a huge Captain America fan, and I know that he did not get much in this movie, he did not do much, very little speaking lines and, you know, whatever. Can I just say that at that train station when you start to hear his theme (laughs) was thinking, and he, like, steps out of the shadows, I lost it. I was like, all right. You sold me. I will love Chris <laughs> Evans for the rest of my life if that is what you're asking me yeah. to do. I will throw money at this screen if you tell me to love Chris <laughs> Evans for the rest of my life. Because he just walks out all confidently after catching that spear. And he's just like, all right, what's up? You know, like, let's get this done. Yeah. I was like, all right, there's Cap. To the Cap music, too. Yeah. Oh, if I could, if I movie.
1: could, like, this movie uh, really made Captain America for me. Because I, I enjoyed the character, but in all the previous movies, I mean, it's it's like making a good Superman movie. Like, the character is just so one-dimensional. It's kind of hard yeah. to, um, I don't know, make his... So much to say about that,
0: but that's another podcast. Right, right. But yeah. make his character,
1: like, really, his arc, his development, really compelling. Um, and But, yeah, like, this movie... And it didn't hit me really hard until I went back and someone played a scene of um him from the first movie going into the ice yeah. yeah and i saw it i saw it the first like i saw it like yesterday uh-huh. after mm. and just in the context of infinity war now like mm. <laughs> i don't know it just makes his character just oh, oh yeah it's so yeah. it's a
0: huge evolution this like yeah. kind of like you know shy scrawny guy who's like you know just kind of trying to follow the right the or- like orders from his superiors and be yeah. like you know Just do the right thing. And then he walks in, and Ross is like, you think everything's forgiven? He's like, I'm not looking for forgiveness. Yeah. I'm I'm way beyond asking for permission. Right, right. It's like, Earth just lost its greatest defender, (laughs) so we're here to fight.
2: Yeah, I love (laughs) Captain If you get getting our way,
0: we'll fight you too. I was like, oh, Cap, let's go. That's why why I'm I'm ready
1: for Avengers 4, because you know he's going to be taking... Oh yeah,
0: Yeah. Cap is going to take complete charge, and he's like, I'm done with this. (laughs) Language. Like, I don't even care. We're going at it. Yeah, and that's kind of like
2: how you know things are bad, because Cap is like the one person who is supposed to be sort of like positive and like... I mean, he's still, like, a leader in the movie, but, like, you know, he definitely has, like, a dark side now that's very visible in this movie, and that was really, yeah, really good to see. He has a chip on his He's he a huge chip, chip on his shoulder, shoulder, and he has no star on his chest. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> it's still really beautiful to me, and it's very small, but the moment for me with Cap was when he was, like, when they were, like, where to Cap, and he said, home, and it took him to the Avengers facility. Yeah, yeah. So he still considers that home. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He just can't go back to it. Right. And I was like, oh, that's so small. And I feel like no one really caught that as much as uh-huh. I did. But when he was like he was like, Where to Cap, he's like home, and they ended up in the Avengers facility, I was like, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's heartbreaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to him that was always home. You know, him and his team. Yep. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's great. Yeah, I think like I think what I mean, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I think what I, I love about Cap so much is that he has like that it is kind of one dimensional in a way, but it's kind of like Because he's like an ideal person like he's sort of like Mm -hmm. an aspirational figure but what I like about him like what I how I get into him much more than I get into Superman is that Superman is the aspirational figure that has like everything like he is the strongest (laughs) person in the entire universe basically but Captain America is like he was a scrawny guy who like pretty much couldn't fight anybody. Just a kid from Brooklyn, yep. and then he got really <laughs> strong, and that made him a really good like fighter in the war. But in the context of all the other heroes, he's still like pretty low, like on the rung in terms of yeah. like physical strength. Oh yeah, so he's got no
0: magical powers. <laughs> he's just really strong and durable. Yeah, he's so that's, like, pretty strong and durable, durable but he really has like fast.
2: the iron will. You know, like yeah. the iron will is the thing that defines both Captain America and Superman. But Superman has the iron will plus like the most powerful muscles. He never needs to try (laughs) super hard. You know what I mean? But Captain America is like a little dude in the context of the MCU. Like he can throw a shield hard Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) (laughs) And it
0: comes back to him. Defies the laws of physics and comes back to him. But yeah, even, um, what was it? Like, I think my sister, who's not even, she really doesn't like Captain America at all. She like is a huge (laughs) Team Iron Man person. Mm -hmm. Even she had to bring up two points, which I kind of want to bring up too, was one, she loved... That uh, Black Panther and Captain America <laughs> were running and they were like running at the same speed yeah, faster yeah. than like everyone oh, that else in the battle of Wakanda. Yeah. And then also she, she actually quoted Wonder Woman from that where she said real leaders lead from the yeah. front. They don't lead from the really? back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're just gunning out to the front. They're the first to engage. And then the second moment was she brought up the fact that she was like, I don't know if anyone else noticed, probably a lot of people did, because you guys are nervous. <laughs> she was like, did anyone else but me notice that the only person that Thanos had to bring down twice was Captain America at the end of the movie? Oh, I did Because, like, you know, everyone came at, Ca- uh, came at Thanos and... He blew Cap away with, like, the power stone the first time. Yeah. But then Cap slid back in to fight him again a second time. And then you have he that just, trailer like, shot. he got up from that. Yeah. Yeah, and tried to fight him again and then got punted in the face by his like, <laughs> fist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what eventually took him down. You know, but the, she was just saying she was like, oh, everyone else is in, like, armor or has, like, powers or whatever. And um, the only person who got up to fight again was yeah. Cap. The only one who got again. That's, who got that's up again a to really to Even though catch, he probably yeah. knew there was nothing he could do. Yeah. it's Like, nothing he could do. Because he got destroyed the first time. He was running out and got blown away like dust. Right. And then he... Woo just got up again and tried again. And he was like, it doesn't even matter. I have to try. Again. Yeah. yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's giving me goosebumps. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Yeah. It's just so great. Oh, uh, so good. It's like had to go down twice. That's my boy yeah. cap right there. And this is, it. I think, sorry, yeah. I'm a huge cap. And I'm going to jump over so to like some there.
2: other fun points. Um, like Spider-Man has been great throughout the entire MCU. I think he's, mm-hmm. this is probably my favorite movie that he's been in though. Like in terms of like what he's doing, mainly yeah. just mm-hmm. because he's like, just able to be so much himself around so many other heroes, like different personalities. Right. And yeah, he's just right. like so much a kid in every situation that it's like just kind of adorable. <laughs> and that, yeah. you know, obviously that all feeds into like how devastating the end scene is. But it's just like, it's just, he. I, th- I think he just, Tom Holland does like a really good job with his character. He just like really plays the role of like a young Peter Parker well, which is, I think, yeah. the smartest choice given who all the other heroes are like we wouldn't want like an adult spider-man for a little while i don't think so yeah. it's like really fun seeing him like the... fight in new york with like with iron man and dr and strange and stuff like that
1: <laughs> i would yeah. i would take three or four more of, of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh yeah for sure yeah and i think it. what was really great was that regardless of the stakes or anything that was happening he stayed true to who he yeah. was you know like even when he was like Fighting Thanos through the magical portals. He was like making little witty comments, you yeah. know, like magic with a punch, magic with a kick, yeah. you know, like magic, more magic, yeah. you know, random shit. And then even when like Thanos threw parts of the moon at them, he was like catching people. He was like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Oh, I'm sorry. I got you. You know what I mean? He was like still being friendly neighborhood Spider Man just on Titan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he stayed true to who he was from start to finish, even with the stakes being so high. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think, why, like, that devastating ending scene of him vanishing was so heart-wrenching was that he set his tone 180'd. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's, like, this frightened kid who's, like, I feel like something's happening Ooh, to yeah. me. And I know what's about to happen to me, and I really don't want it to happen. And his only thought process at the end of it was that he was sorry he failed I his know. mentor. That's so Not even that he was going or that he was, like, sad that he's dying it's the fact that he felt like it might have been his fault. Like, if he had done a little more, yeah. Right, they might have won the day. Yeah, they might have won the day, and he wouldn't have to be sorry. You know what I mean? Like those that are the best like, Spider-Man moments. Oh God, like, like I think the number one
2: moment it in it the MCU for me, me for Spider-Man is that like homecoming scene where he's picking himself up from the rubble. Because that's like that's like quintessential the, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man behavior. That's like the pivotal. Yeah, moment. they put that in every
0: animated series with Spider-Man. It like it needs to be yeah. in there. That moment when he's like, "I am Spider-Man." Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Come on, Spider-Man! Great stuff. It's not like unconfident little Peter Parker and then like only confident because you're Spider-Man when you put on the mask, yeah. you know. It's like you are Spider-Man. Like you are the Yeah, that's
2: great. Let's see what else. Um the the introduction for the Guardians was like perfect. Like perfect oh, yeah. replayed. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man. With,
2: yeah, w- when rubber, With band man rubber Band started man. playing like oh <laughs> my
0: god. Yeah. That music's going.
2: And the location card just says space. <laughs> yeah, just yeah.
0: like they're trolling you right from the start. Yeah. Like they're just Well, and the even board even board. just the
1: slow pan around the characters with, you know, like um Groot playing the video game. I think Drax is a Oh, they're all, like lip-syncing the um, song. Yeah. And uh and and Gamora's like jamming along with it. Yeah. Like just cuz Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2 was so I I feel like so recently um it was, yeah, it was just such a seamless, like, continuation. Yeah. They did oh, such yeah. a good
2: job incorporating, like, so many different characters' movie tones into one movie in the yeah. way that didn't make it feel like yeah. it's all just thrown into, like, a salad bowl. Like, it really blends yeah. nicely together. Like,
0: Drax and Mantis were still close, yeah. you know, like, hanging out <laughs> and being good. And then, like, they built on the whole unspoken thing of, like, Gamora and Peter and actually built it into, like, you know, because Gamora admitted at the end of the second movie that there's something there. And then it, like, actually bled into something Yeah real here yeah. you know oh, drax's moment and is Groot's obviously amazing. growing up yeah it's like it all played in really well you know and everyone being like a parent figure to groot because remember when yeah. he was baby groot everyone was kind of a parent figure for groot and then yeah. you know now that he's a teenager it was like everyone was still being like a p- parental figure for him i'm very you know, so. curious
1: i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna tangent from the fanboy uh, because mm. I still have so much to say about that, but like, <laughs> right, right, but right. I'm gonna tangent, and I wonder, just kind of wondering out loud, if um, they had so they've been coming up, they've been planning this for a long time. I wonder if they had paired off Thor and the Guardians before Ragnarok, mm. because oh. Thor's, oh. Thor's tone shift in his character in Ragnarok, you know, being so drastic and being so fun, mm. like. Just fit him perfectly into the Guardians, uh, yeah. Group. Right. Whereas now that he's more comedic, right. Whereas and... I don't feel like Thor or Thor Two Thor previously. would. Um, That's a good
2: point. Yeah, Thor. because I remember uh, I think I talked I m- mentioned that they had the writers uh, Marcus and McFeely on the Fat Man at Batman podcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how like they were writing Infinity War before they were able to see Ragnarok and Black Panther, and so they saw ragnarok and they're like oh thor's like that now and so they had to like go back and like rewrite all of thor's scenes because they were writing old thor into yeah. the movie oh. so i wonder like maybe their original plan if they did put them in the team was to have thor be like a straight man figure that was like kind of like fish out of water with this group of like weirdos and he's right. like this royal mm-hmm. guy yeah but then they changed mm-hmm. it to like Thor is also like a funny guy. <laughs> so and yeah. He felt he blended in real yeah. well with that. Whole which group. which
1: really if he was playing the straight guy, he wouldn't have competed with Peter, I feel no. like.
0: Oh yeah. Like you know. Is he mocking <laughs> <laughs> So back to fanboying, that I was such a great scene. Him. Like the whole <laughs> scene is so. I think he's copying. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they broke they even kind of broke the fourth wall that I thought was really funny, is that um so I only know this because um like my girlfriend really likes to watch interviews like about movies like the real actors doing interviews and uh chris pratt actually had like a weight gain problem where he like he can work out and get really like you know ripped and whatever Mm -hmm. but he gains weight really easily too so it like all goes away really quickly so um it was really funny that they were like he was like you know i've really buffed up it's like we're one sandwich away from being a fat (laughs) you know what i mean And he was like do you think i've gotten chubbier and it was really funny because she had told me about that about chris pratt And I was like, "Oh man, they like really went for him, <laughs> you know? They even went for Chris Pratt, like beyond Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. They went for Chris Pratt, that like he's buff, yeah, but he's not like Chris Hemsworth <laughs> buff or like Chris Evans yeah. buff. And ev- if everyone wonders why, it's because you know he he has trouble like maintaining his weight because you know everyone's metabolism yeah. is different, Everyone's <laughs> body is different. So it was really funny that they incorporated that in the movie too. It's like you're one sandwich away from being fat, Well, <laughs> And I was like, damn, just just uh." And there's just so many like
1: it's hard to like say your favorite moments of this film because there's so many just like one one line like one dialogue things yeah like when uh, Rocket goes or (laughs) Rocket goes you know you can't eat dumbbells right (laughs) like (laughs) yeah like it's just
2: perfect it's (laughs) so
0: good. Or yeah. like, it's
2: like a, or even, or is it like a, it's like a pirate mated with an angel or something like that. Yeah.
0: And like, yeah, all the lines, a lot of the lines are really funny. It's like, you know, you're about to take the the heat of a, an entire star, you know, it'll kill you. He's like, only if it kills only. me. Yes, it's that's, like, that's you'll that die. Means. And he's like, only if it kills me. And he's like, yes, that's what killing, that's what <laughs> killing you means. And I was like, uh, that's so funny. Also, yeah, so <laughs> that was Dinklage's so good. surprise cameo was yeah. incredible. Unexpected. It came out of nowhere. Welcomed. Very welcomed, and I like that they tied that into how Thanos got an Infinity got Yeah, like, you know what I mean. That it was there, and I was like, "Oh, that makes so much sense." Yeah. you know what I mean. I wonder. I yeah. wonder
1: how yeah. Peter Dinklage feels playing a giant dwarf. I think yeah, he's. Like-
2: I mean, he must be okay with it, right? I assume. <laughs> I think it's like it's kind of cool because like he's like a dwarf giant, so he's like mm-hmm. obviously they didn't have to like adjust his proportions because there was no need. He's a dwarf giant, you know. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking on that though, I cannot tell you how much even with my like outdated crowd, my like week later crowd, uh-huh. the only real massive cheer we got was when the Bifrost came down and Thor walked right out of it. Oh like Team Thor that was came out amazing. of it. My whole theater exploded. <laughs> yeah. And that's like and, and it's like no one they didn't do anything about anything. I mean they gasped during the Tony Stark stabbing yeah. moment, but like Obviously, everyone would. But other than that, everyone cheered yeah. when like that Bifrost came down and Thor came down to wreak. I got a beast yeah. bump again. And his <laughs> only line was "Bring me Thanos" and like blows up the ground with lightning and thunder. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And
1: from there, it just gets it's it gets it so, just it, gets amazing. That has that has the whole rocket and bucky interaction
3: <laughs> right, the, i'm yeah. gonna get that, oh, I'm gonna get that <laughs> There's the, the, the uh you can't
1: the steve rogers oh Groot. yeah you, you uh, I, am Groot. I am steve rogers <laughs> <laughs> i
0: am Groot. yeah i see you've copied my beard yeah so good so i think, many... I, I, think I heard that that
1: was so an
2: improv from chris emsworth
0: yeah, there was a lot of like one liner improvs that were just beautiful yeah. for the rest of yeah. this. You know, like there was a lot of funny moments and I feel like we can't fanboy about each and every because then we'd be talking for like ten right. years. But like you know, there was like the Drax I'm invisible yeah, thing. That was amazing. There's the um Yeah, there's the whole banter between uh Star Lord and Thor. I do like you know, like the and... tension
2: of like the whole Thanos fight on um on uh what's the planet called?
0: Titan. Yeah, yeah, on uh, Titan.
2: Um yeah, especially yeah. It was especially cool seeing how like powerful Mantis is like the fact that she could like subdue him, yeah. it's it's like it's oh, like the yeah. weird situation where like everyone else is fighting Thanos by force, but she has like this interesting ability where she doesn't mm-hmm. have to, like she can subdue him with like yeah. a different way, which is like really amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. it, it makes that, sense, of course, because mm-hmm. she was able to like subdue an entire celestial planet, so <laughs> oh, that yeah. was like yeah, mm-hmm. Mantis is. Like, I'm glad they nice.
0: had that in to make sense of her. Stopping yeah. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked. Okay, now that we can finally talk about it, the Doctor Strange versus Thanos one-on-one, yeah, oh my God. where he like does the beams, <laughs> and then he like shoots it back, and then he like throws it into the mirror dimension, and then he throws a mirror dimension yeah. at him, and then he turns it into butterflies, and uh, then he like multiplies and like throws all the whips. Yeah, at him. This he, when he put his hands up and did the little Hindu, I I forget what yeah. that spell is yeah. called, but like I yeah. I. Someone listed it I out on Instagram, and bit. I like immediately I, favorited yeah. it. I was like, I need to memorize all of these because he went sorcerer supreme on his ass he like instant. Did
1: and that's and that uh, that's why this movie felt so good is because that is and honestly, I love Doctor Strange. He's my favorite one. I was not such a fan mm.
0: of his movie, his standalone movie. Yeah. Oh no. It, yeah. it was very derivative. Two origin. It was two origin movie. Yeah. It was like it felt it had all the failures of an origin. Yeah. Film. Exactly. You know what I
1: mean? And like. The charm in Doctor Strange is, you know, when you read any of his comics, he's already a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, most most usually. And like he acts and talks and uh, fights with just like the weight of like millions of universes and like all these histories and spells and stuff. Um, and this you yeah. finally like got
0: to see him like yeah like put it in fifth gear and like open yeah it up. yeah and like he didn't even speak his whole focus was fighting yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like use every spell in my arsenal and fight him there's no like banter of like you know you are my only like you know problem or blah blah blah, blah like random talking or like that was a great decision he just literally just right. throwing spells and <laughs> throwing yeah. spells and saying nothing <laughs> just like doing everything in his power to fight. Like, that's all he's yeah. doing. And I was like, God, God, Doctor Strange. Yeah. There we are. <laughs> there's the Doctor Strange I've been looking yeah. For. yeah. Well, thank you for the goddamn wake up I think it's call. been, like... like it's definitely I've
2: been, been nice for. to see, like, Doctor Strange get more Doctor Strangey as we see him. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. Like, the magic... There's strange. so much you can do with the magic realm. Like, it's just, like, up to your, you know, imagination. But it yeah. felt like they were really... I don't know, like holding back, and like everything was very simple in his movie, which yeah. I guess like it makes sense because some car- some people like- who, yeah, like some people who come into the movie without any exposure to it, if there's too much, they're just gonna get confused, like they don't understand what's right. going on. So you right. keep it simple. He only fights with like this like one little like <laughs> A thingy, A th- <laughs> little whip thing that he yeah. makes the energy. But whip. then well, in Thor Ragnarok, you see him like adjusting like beverages out of like thin air and like popping up in different places was, and right. like. Yeah. It was great seeing that third-person perspective from Doctor Strange, but now we got to see him like unleash like everything and yeah, awesome. blows the wind away yeah. and then like winks at Tony <laughs> Stark. I was like, oh, there it is. Well,
1: even even before the actual fighting, uh, I think my favorite Doctor Strange moment is, um, so right, so he 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 does the like the time stone thing and sees all the like futures yeah. Bef- even before mm-hmm. he talks about it. Just when they're on Titan. And Iron Man and uh, Star Lord are like arguing or whatever. Um, mm. And Strange is <laughs> just floating, meditating in the background. That yeah. was my <laughs> favorite part. Was just because it's just like, right. of course he would. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah, of
0: course he would just ignore the plan making and whatever, just do something right else yeah, and yeah, just really be floating literally. in the background, like thinking <laughs> right, about <yeah>. it. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think I, I already. And this is a, like, I mean, I guess. We'll probably talk more later about where we think the future of the MCU is, yeah. but because mm. I think there've been reports that like Tony Stark won't be in the next Spider-Man, which could imply a few different things. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, I really mm. hope Doctor Strange shows up in Spider-Man's world because mm. they're both in New York, and you have like this mm. like Ernest Web Slinger and uh you know mm. basically God of the Mystic Arts, and it's like such a great combination, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right, well, yeah. Um, he's he may not be in new york and the um that's true he is supposed to travel yeah, he's the world far but from home he's gonna be I mean, in europe dr strange can be anywhere like in the universe so. right that's true <laughs> he has the sling ring he's he can go wherever ring. he wants
0: yeah um that being said i want to talk about two other moments um and then we can kind of start moving on to another topic i know there's a lot of things to fanboy <laughs> yeah. on and as our audience you guys can <laughs> chime in and tell us all the things we missed because trust me we didn't miss it we just don't have time to talk about <laughs> it um I want to say to tangent oh, um, the opposite of my issue with the unearned romances. I really wanted to talk about the really, the really like powerful moment for me that I felt like a lot of people might not have agreed with was when Star Lord agreed to kill Gamora, and then there was that scene with Thanos, Gamora, and um, Star Lord, and Thanos is like, he won't do it. You expect too much of him, you know what yeah. I mean? And like he like or er, he like like pushes him to do it, yeah. you know? And then he's like he's like. It's Star Lord. You would think that he would do everything as he would have lied. You know, he's like, Yeah, I promise you, but I'm not gonna do it, you know, like you're my girl, I'm not gonna do it and blah blah blah, I'm not gonna do it. It's Star Lord, you know, he killed his dad, he lost his mom, he has a very he has a very big attachment problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he has a very big like abandonment issue problem too, so I didn't really think he was going to do it. And it was like building up and building up. And then the last words she says to him before he like actually chooses to pull the trigger is, you know, I love you more than anything. And then he just pulls the trigger. You know what I mean? And I was like, whoa. First of all, (laughs) that was the very first moment for me where I felt like my my like prediction and expectation was subverted. So typically like I, since I've watched so many of these movies and I feel like you guys who probably uh, agree is that you start to kind of find the formula and you kind of like understand what's going to go on and you're predicting your predict, the predictability of scenes kind of like, you know, is yeah. there, you know, so I didn't actually think he'd pull the trigger. I thought like Thanos would like mock him and then leave, you know, and then that would like urge Peter Quill to go searching for more. Yeah. but he actually like pulls the right. trigger, you know? Which was a really powerful moment for me, and then the second thing I really wanted to talk about, and I know we didn't get to talk about Iron Man a lot, so we'll keep, <laughs> backtrack to that if we'd like. But especially that one-on-one he had with Thanos, and you know it's all come down to this, and you know he's like Stark, you have my respect. He's like, you know me, you know and all that stuff. But, uh, but uh, to just, just we can backtrack to that, but just to like make a statement is that I honestly thought that they weren't going to lose at the end. I thought something was yeah. going to happen especially after the axe was embedded into his <laughs> yes. chest. Yeah. I was like, oh, there they go. Oh my God. There's the win. Yeah. You know, There's the win. And then he's going to have to recover and try again later. I don't know why I thought that. He has the Infinity Stones, but you know, that's what I <laughs> we thought. We were really caught up in that moment. And then he said, he should have gone for the head. And I was like, what? <laughs> and in that moment, he says it. Like, he snaps and the screen goes white. And before I could even process what just happened, I was like, wait, what? It's like dead silent, <laughs> white screen. He goes into the soul thing and then he comes out and the glove is fried and I was like, "Oh, it didn't work." Like he thought it would work, the glove couldn't hold. It yeah. didn't work. No one's disappeared, no one's right. gone. It didn't work. They they still won. They still won the mm-hmm. day. And then he like looks around confused like he did lose. Then he leaves and then people start dusting. And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, what? They actually lost?" Like that's well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like and it happens so fast. It happens I, and I lit- I think I literally uh clocked it when I watched it again when I bought the yeah. movie. Was that um, this all happens in like the span of like a minute and forty five seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you have a minute and forty five seconds to process like four different things. First is Thor Thor's axe almost kills Thanos. <laughs> okay, so Thanos loses right, and then t- like a second after that, it's like Thanos wins. He snapped his fingers. Everything's white screen. He's talking to Gamora and the Soul Stone. That did he did she did you do it? And he goes yes. You know it cost everything. Mm-hmm. Then he pops back out and you're like, Oh, he did win. Then he pops back out and looks confused with a fried glove, like nothing did work. And then you're like, Oh, they did win, and then they throw (laughs) you for another loop because he did win and everyone starts vanishing. And this all happens in like the span of a minute and a half. And you're sitting there and I was sitting there going back and forth, going like, What is (laughs) happening? Like, what am I supposed to be feeling right now? Because I literally gasped when the screen went white, and then I was like, Oh, wait, no, they didn't they didn't lose. It's fine. You know, MCU has to keep going. There has to be another movie, so we're fine and then people start getting dusted and i was like oh what the fuck is happening you know like i just lost yeah it. i like was so lost too many emotions all in like the short period of time <laughs> yeah it's but yeah, it's i just really wanted to, to, to hear you out. talk about it because
1: yeah as i go through the beats i'm like oh yeah i guess that is why i felt uh so emotional when they actually did start disappearing because it does happen so fast like he literally goes <laughs> yeah. you should have gone for the head snap and i was And then I was just like, wait, why am I so sad that they're all dying? Why am I surprised? But it is (laughs) no, because they, yeah, there's just so much in between that moment. Yeah.
0: And I, and I didn't think it would be like a dusting. I thought, I don't know why. I mean, everyone's memeing calling it the dusting. (laughs) But like, for me, I thought like when he snapped, they would all just vanish. There wouldn't be like time for you to like see them go away, they would just not be there. You know what I mean? When the reality set right. back in, but no, they gave, they like gut wrenched it. they were like, "Oh, people are gonna fade away and get a last line before they yeah. go." You know what I mean? Like, "Oh God, all right, okay, let's
2: go." Yeah, yeah. It's it's Ugh. it was really it was really intense. I feel like I mean <laughs> I feel like play? we should okay. So yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to process, and I feel like that's kind of why like the jokes. I mean. I guess it's like... It's definitely a joke. Like, it's not serious. But to the extent that you can feel sort of, like, shock from a movie, this was, like, probably pretty mm. close. Like, they had, like, that joke at mm. Comic-Con this year. They had, like, the like the trauma center or whatever <laughs> for, yeah. like, people who uh-huh. watched Infinity War, like, the rehabilitation <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever it is. Um, right. Because, yeah, it was really fast and really shocking. Um, I think, yeah. I, I, it's... There's just too much. There's too much to process. And so... and. Yeah. We're probably gonna, you know, talk about this a little bit more too, but just the fact that it follows all of these like events and then like the end title card is just like right. bloop, and it's it like fades yeah. away. Yeah.
0: It's just infinity it's just like Avengers Infinity War inside of it and then it like the letters It's not fade stylized, away one by it's one. just like, like text
2: that's written out ah! in Microsoft Word basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's <like laughs> they literally just went, Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Too. That's literally <laughs> what that title card in. felt to me. It was
0: yeah. like it's done yeah they're like it's over guys like this was it there's no like reckoning there's no fix you're just gonna have to leave the theater with half your heroes dead more than half your heroes i think it was so
2: i think it's so great that i mean it's from the comics you know like the snap is like the comics thing yeah but what's great is that like cinematically it's such a small gesture but it has such a big impact like we're used to like catastrophic events in movies being like big natural disasters or big big waves of energy like rushing through things and like any other studio or an energy beam into the sky sky and like everyone's like souls kind of like float up or something and any other like studio that like didn't know what they were doing and didn't like comics really they just wanted to make money probably would have changed it to that one of those options (laughs) because it just like looks like that's what a movie looks like yeah but Mm. the fact that they made it like a snap and then white screen, and then dust. It's like, yeah, that really like hits so you simple. a lot harder. Yeah, it's like so yeah.
0: simple. It just makes you process things rather than going, "Oh, big energy wave, they're dead." That makes sense. Instead, it's like, snap, nothing happened. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Oh, people are fading away. What is happening to all my people? Yeah. And I
1: think, I think, yeah, I think this whole movie is really a study in, um, a study in we don't want what we say we want. Yeah. I think I think that's really right. uh the patience and the like other virtuous words that I'm thinking of. But <laughs> just like just the whole um, you know, eat your vegetables kind of mentality right. of this. Right. Um
0: We asked for
1: it. We did ask right. for
0: it to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: And everyone was all mad when we left, but it's like you did ask yeah, for Yeah, it's like, no, this is what you, you wanted consequences right now. Yeah. Uh um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah, and I think that's uh I think this that's what this movie does. Um, yeah. Right. And I think we
2: I think that's a good tie in to going back to Tony Stark and just the original Avengers in general. Right. Going into this movie, I fully expected for Captain America or Tony Stark or both of them to die. Yeah. But they made the masterful decision to have none of the people we thought die uh uh-huh. die and all the people we thought would die not die.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so when tony got stabbed on titan the whole theater gasped Ugh. not only because what it was like you know kind of like we've never seen this happen to tony before but also it's like this is the moment like this yeah. is like this, this is, what is, the <laughs> is the one that they got rid of they chose him yeah
0: and it was great because in the trailers you thought it was cap because he had his hand like pushing down on cap and everyone's like oh it's gonna be cap yeah, yeah. And then in the movie they stabbed Tony and it was like oh shit it's actually Tony yeah. Stark. <laughs> and then it's like Sike. And then it's not And it was like, like it Wait was like a minute, real what? fear
2: too because like him dying from Thanos stabbing him would be such an unceremonious way to die. You know he's not like yeah, on he's not planet. like yeah he's on another planet there's like no one else like conscious. He's like basically <laughs> alone and he's not like sacrificing himself with like the final blow that'll win the day. He's just dying. That yeah, right. like yeah. It's like in a way, he just straight up like lost. that would have been like really impactful, but I think it's better they didn't do that because, like, as much as the movie kind of breaks you, that I feel like yeah. would be like the most breaking moment for like this character who yeah. like held the entire MCU on his shoulders yeah. and like has gone through so much to like die from being stabbed, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah,
0: like especially like losing it's like losing a boxing match and being killed. Yeah, it's like you're done. Yeah, you know, it's like you lost the one fight, it's over. You know, like you're yeah. Not, yeah, that was a rough moment. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all you did. You can get out now. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought it was really great that um, there's a lot of people talking about uh, how Tony Stark and Thanos are very similar as mm-hmm. characters. And that's why it was great that they had that, like, back and forth of, you know, like, you know me. And he's like, yes, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. Because they're both Futures, futurists, yeah. if you think about it. Because Thanos is thinking of the future of the universe and its limited resources, and Tony Stark is a futurist in yeah. general. So it was really great that they like had that one on one. They fought, and everything Tony has done and built up to, and up until now, has actually prepared him for the Thanos fight. Because like honestly, you get the Mark One in here, he's dead in (laughs) seconds. You get the Bleeding Edge armor, he barely survives because he can like move the armor around to where it's damaged. And and this is probably like he's not even fighting like he's gonna win. You know, he's just fighting like pure desperation. You know what I mean? He's like to take any blow that he can onto Thanos. And it was really smart that he fought more smart than he fought like with power because he kept trying to just disable the right, arm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything he was doing was in an attempt to disable the the right, hand. Yeah. The like gauntlet. You know? So yeah, it was like really great. And then it was just really awesome that um that like Tony Stark had his moment. Like he's the only one who made Thanos bleed. Yeah. Like no one else made him bleed except for Tony. And I think that's And as much as, like, I'm not Team Iron Man, like, I'm actually, like, very... I don't really like (laughs) Iron Man that much, to be completely honest with you. I felt like that was a very deserved moment. You know, like, Tony has, like, Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. has held up the MCU since its beginnings. And not only that, but his whole story arc has been leading to this since New York. You know, like, he's... Everything he's thought about and, like, gone crazy about and, like, every decision he's made has been because of this. You know, and... And it it felt really, like, earned when he, like, hit him and then made him bleed. And then he was, like, exhausted and out of, like, out of options. Just, like, laying there. Like, he was going to go down. And Thanos was, like, all that for a drop of blood. And I was, like, that's more than, like, anyone else (laughs) got. And I think that was well-deserved. I'm very Team Iron Man, so I I feel a little different. I I feel what you feel like 10 times
1: (laughs) 10 i feel like i'm like the perfect balance between like both of you because
2: like i (laughs) love captain america but like civil war wise i was like philosophically team iron man yeah so i was like very conflicted in that way yeah right and like yeah coming from a
0: non-team iron man fan i felt like that was so earned and i love that they didn't just like play it off of the universe is at stake tony call call cap you know and he still refused to do it and I was like, you know, not right away anyways. And that was great for me because I was like, it's earned, you know, like it doesn't matter what the stakes are. When you're emotionally damaged in that way, you're not just going to immediately turn that off and go like, right. you know, yeah. and that's like Tony's whole thing, thing is like, he is,
2: is emotionally yeah. damaged from day one. Mm-hmm. He gets more emotionally yeah, exactly. damaged and makes bad decisions. But like, he's always trying to like, do the right thing despite all of it. Yeah. He
0: got on that ship as a one way trip. The minute Banner told him New York, he's the one who sent. yeah. He's the one who sent the Chitari and all that stuff, you know? And I was like, Iron Man earned that moment. And when he got stabbed, I did gasp. And then I also thought kind of like what you were thinking, where I was like, he can't go out like this. <laughs> I was like, this can't be it. Like, he can't go out like They'd this. They'd be doing him, like, the biggest you know, like, dirty in all it. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, this is, like, the biggest dirty. Like, come on, are you serious? He deserves more yeah. than this, you know? That's all I was <laughs> thinking when he was getting stabbed. And then... Oh, just as another tidbit about Doctor Strange, how he grabbed the time stone from a star in the in the Titan sky—that was so. Oh, weird. I didn't it just like, so, like materializes. If you watched like a slow down version of it, which I saw on Instagram video, was that and like this person was spazzing about it. Mm-hmm. Was that when he was like putting his fingers together? Yeah. If you look, he's picking a star, like a little glistening dot out of the sky, and it turns into the time stone. That's pretty cool. And then the star is actually missing in the sky, (laughs) in the background. That's crazy. So he somehow, like, that was his spell. He, like, threw it into, like, (laughs) the net, into, like, a star, and then he could grab it and take it out. I was like, Uh, what? That's why he's the best. (laughs) Dr. Strange! oh, so cool! You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, he
2: just, oh, There's so many so really, cool. really good yeah. little moments in this movie yeah. that like, every single yeah. fight scene, they always show you, like, what power Thanos is using at the time because you see the glow on the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. not sometimes not even, like, when he's fighting, like, hardcore, but just, like, little moments. It's, like, great to see, you know, yeah. like, what he's utilizing in order to, like, make this all happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they also stated, the Russo brothers stated that they, in he explicitly made it a thing that every time he got a new stone he used it immediately afterwards mm-hmm. so that you would know what the power That of makes stone sense is. yeah You know like he had the power stone at the very beginning of the movie so he used it he blew up the Asgardian ship whatever and you know was blow- trying to blow off Thor's head with it then he got the space stone and immediately teleported his t- his uh family you know black order off the ship onto his ship then he got the reality stone and changed you know nowhere into like yeah. from like the burning wasteland to something else etc etc i got the time stone from um dr strange and then immediately used it to reverse the death of vision you know he got the um what did he get right before that oh the soul stone everyone was like oh he didn't use the soul stone i was like well yeah technically but i would consider the flash of light and then when he wakes up in the pool like confused, yeah like he was in the soul stone we just don't know what happened while he yeah. was in there or he That's doesn't point, understand yeah. what happened while he's in yeah there. yeah so, like, they, like, made an explicit thing to, like, show an individual power of the stones and combinations of powers of the stones. Like, how he used the space stone to shatter the moon and then the power stone to throw it at well, yeah Yeah. You know, so it's, like, one and after And if you talk another. to
1: anyone who, like, follows the comic books or anyone, it's just, like, they'll they'll remind you how Thanos is one of the only people who's powerful enough to wield all them because, you know, he is, yeah. he is a celestial, right? or i don't think um, he's a celestial he's like a he very exactly, strong dude
2: like not only right. like physically strong but he's like very mentally strong and they kind of make that a big point in the original comic right, of the infinity Gauntlet right, yeah. story and, and they because uh yeah
1: yeah and there's 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 like little i love the like little details so that like when he gets the final one and he's like he's like
0: screaming and you can like see the <laughs> oh, rainbow he's like, colors yeah he's like, like in going up his yeah. face and stuff yeah yeah
2: it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's like trying to yeah. contain it. Yeah.
0: And so, like, some people were asking, like, oh, if if why why do you need the infinity gauntlet if Thor's axe can cut through the beam right after like he yeah. shoots like the power of the entire stones at him? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he just got all the infinity stones and is using 90% of his willpower to just like keep it in check. Like, not kill, like, not die. <laughs> because people held the power stone and exploded. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. He's holding five of those. Just got the fifth one, the Mind stone. Just processed that and immediately had to retaliate against an axe that was thrown yeah. at him. You know what I mean? Like, and he used and he used like the least effective way of doing it. He could have reality stoned it. He could have poured it away. He could have time stoned it. Instead, he just shot a laser beam at it. You know, like that's all he thought about it at yeah. the moment. So I was like, I don't know. <laughs> the
1: noise, the like. noise that was that the axe was making. that. Oh, it's like woo- the humming noise yeah,
0: as it it's like kind of yeah. Awesome. At him? yeah. So cool. So good yeah but um so we we fanboyed for quite a bit there so i'm gonna try and like tangent on to moving on from there and i think it's actually a great because we did actually talk about battles and infinity stones which was my next (laughs) question um to you guys like how do you guys feel about the infinity stones yeah and um so what i'm gonna go into is music the score and the cinematography so the way that the movie was done like you know as a movie not like little individual scenes um and just to start off uh something that was brought up to me that i did notice while watching but i didn't really comprehend was that they put so much focus that even when you're at a wide angle like you're just seeing everything from really far like a sky shot or like you know an aerial shot they still put in every little detail so that nothing felt missed for example in the battle of wakanda you still see the um the purple pulses of black panther's uh, kinetic energy mm. burst happening yeah. in random portions of the battle even though it's like very minuscule and you'd like, aren't focusing on it. It's like little like pop (laughs) of like, you know, the little like energy bursts coming out from, you know, him. And, um, there's a lot of like other little stuff that happens. Um, I can't name them all off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, like I thought cinematography, like the cinematography of it, like the filming of it, was really great, especially since the Russos have a great way of grounding fights. Yeah. Mm. So the fights aren't like 360, like flying cameras everywhere and like in all these angles that you can't see anything. It's all like for a while, they just kind of like sit in a space and then you see them fight and then they pan the camera around. You see them. Yeah. Fight, then they pan the camera around. Then you see them fight. It's not like as it's fighting, the camera keeps moving so that you get lost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, like they let you sit in it. You know, they let you sit and watch them fight like when. Uh, Cap and uh, Black Panther are brawling against the – is it the Outsiders? I don't remember what the creatures are called. Out, Outriders? Right. <laughs> don't I don't know what it is. But when they're fighting them, you're literally just at an angle of like as if you're like on your phone <laughs> recording a fight yeah. between two kids in your school. You know what I mean? And that's how they like they let you see. Yeah. And it lets you see everything. Like so you see the whole fight happening, which I think is just great on the Russos for always doing yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: I think I think definitely the I think the biggest cinemat or cinematographic, um feat Whatever that word. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like, yeah, the <laughs> cinematographic feat is um just yeah, how grounded it is and how there's cert- there's a lot of shots like um the whole sequence when the ring is taking off and there's Spider Man and Iron Man. That Mm. is so grounded, Um, and like just Mm. the choice of camera angles. Where there's one where like Spider-Man is just like you just see part of the ring, and Mm Spider-Man's like climbing Mm -hmm. up it, and it looks very much almost like a missile or like a rocket takeoff. Yeah, when uh, when Thanos throws the moon, and it (laughs) there's there's so many ways you could have done that. Oh, right. Said, oh, the ring is powerful enough that it all just comes immediately, but it's no like he you mm. see the like the ripple and then it takes a second and
0: then it's just like one at a time like trickling Yeah. In. right yeah. yeah which is great and like they and they captured every moment you know like Iron Man dodging all the things yeah. and then he gets hit by one and it immediately jumps to another scene of like dealing with someone else and everything that's happening there it was just it was just really well done i thought um camera wise and to tie in other like the other part of my uh question here was that the score um Great moment for me, like I said, the Captain America score chiming in when the Help Arise arrives song. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did go through the soundtrack and memorize most of these things. (laughs) Um, But the ending credit song, when it's like the soft piano version of the Avengers theme as like the (laughs) end credit title, the title card like fades away, was so like, it was so melancholy. (laughs) Like, it was just so sad. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I was like listening to the thing go and it was like this dramatic, like booming, like you lost mu- music soundtrack. You know, it's like, goo goo. you know, it's like just like making you feel bad. And then and then it like teeters off into this soft, sad, like little yeah. piano music to let you know, like, oh, you know who lost? The Avengers <laughs> lost. So let me put in the Avengers song in a sad piano acoustic version so that you can be sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, wow. All right. Well, that's the way it goes, I guess. Yeah, I have a few things yeah. about the soundtrack.
1: Um, because I was uh just as I was thinking about it, um mm-hmm. I remember like around Avengers Age of Ultron, the soundtrack wasn't that memorable. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah. there was actually like I remember seeing a YouTube video where someone was like, hum the Star Wars theme, hum this theme, hum the Avengers theme theme, and uh yeah. nobody could do it. But now it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's so right. iconic. Like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah you know great. now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they've really like good on them for sticking with it and like mm-hmm. being like, mm. no, you'll you'll get it. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it'll come and then it, uh, it, it's a slow yeah, burn. It, uh, also uh re-theme, re Captain America. Um when I was talking earlier about Captain America's arc and it like going in I'm gonna mm. spill my secrets, but is because uh someone was did a video where they pointed out that as Stark is in the ring, uh, leaving Earth, and mm. like Pepper Potts' voice is fading out, they play the same mm. uh, score as when Steve Rogers is f- like flying the jet into the ice in the first in his first movie. Oh wow! And, yeah. Oh wow! And I was that's just like, pretty cool. Oh my god! That's so that's so insightful. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm I'm totally just just biting on other <laughs> YouTubers and podcasts. but I think it's just so good and it's so you know like the score isn't an incredible score but they know how to use it they know that this is how you use a score it doesn't matter if people can remember Mm. it or not they saw that movie their brain remembers it put it right here
3: Mm.
2: yeah I I think there's something to be said about like a score that no one can like hum or quite remember but Fit each scene perfectly yeah. like in a way you kind of mm-hmm. don't want to realize it's there yeah you only want to experience that it's there you know what i mean yeah like right. sometimes sometimes like really good soundtracks are like distracting from like what's happening they, uh-huh. steal, they steal the, the scene. scene like they, they steal are the, the scene. scene
0: yeah they don't like emphasize it or lift it they take yeah, it from yeah. so yeah. it's
2: nice i feel like especially lately like the past phase they've been doing a really good job at like having music that elevates the scene and maybe people can't like remember what it is, but like we definitely feel it in the scene that's happening. So I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, let's touch on one last point and then we'll go into our predictions and thoughts for the future (laughs) of the MCU. Right. So the last point I want to talk about is the Russo brothers did an interesting thing with this movie where they actually flip flop the regular story writing idea of a superhero movie. And they actually make Thanos, our villain, the protagonist, And then our heroes, the Avengers, the antagonists to his protagonists, or I guess, you know, whoever's the opposing Mm -hmm. force, right? How did you guys feel about how they played that in in what I feel like was their response to the whole all MCU villains are unmemorable (laughs) and not that great, right? Because, like, I personally felt like it was great. Uh, I really liked feeling for Thanos and seeing everything from his perspective in this movie. Like he explained his reasoning. I can't say that I disagree. Please don't start calling the cops on me that I'm gonna be the next Thanos or a world killer or whatever. But you know, he he brought up a pretty good point. You know, like there are prospering nations or planets now that he wiped out half its population. You know? <laughs> it's like he's had oh, well, a, he made a good he's had point. a test
2: case improvement, his results on a small sample. Yeah, he's, so he's now he's ready he's, to he's take done it, done it to the it. He isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he is a homicidal maniac, but
2: can't argue results. It's kind of, you know, and like <laughs> it's. I mean, I think that's been like. I mean, I think it's. I think it. It, it was very stupid. I think whenever I would see posts, people are like you know, like who's a better villain, Thanos or Killmonger? Mm-hmm. Um, just because mm-hmm. I think these comparisons are like absolutely ludicrous. But I think one positive right. thing that they have in common is that you don't agree with what they're doing, but you understand why they're doing it, or at least you can be sympathetic yeah. to like. The motivation mm-hmm. not necessarily the mm-hmm. actions they're using to fulfill it right um and so that was really nice it's nice to like have because thanos in the original comic his motivations were like Fairly bizarre, and I think that he's I don't think people would have that, been yeah. on board. Yeah, I want someone to like, like me. I don't. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> trying to sell it to like a general audience? So there's this guy Thanos, and he's in love with like the celestial death, who is literally like the embodiment of death, <laughs> and she just like doesn't like him. Yeah. So he's gonna kill a lot of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's trying yeah. real. Hard. He's trying real hard. <laughs> you know. I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm really glad they changed the motivations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. I think along the way like you kind of discover he's the protagonist in a way because you know a lot right. of our expectations mm-hmm. from the get-go are it's the avengers versus thanos and mm-hmm. i mean that is what the movie is but i feel like along the way you start seeing more of thanos and you learn more about thanos and you learn more about his motivations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of it was a cool like reversal obviously you're still rooting for the heroes like you're invested in the heroes and all that but it was cool to see a movie that Sort of based its like major arc around the villain, mm-hmm. which I think makes sense if you're going to have the villain win at the end. You know, that's kind of what you want because you don't like. Can you imagine, like, uh, let's see, what's a good example? <laughs> like, I don't know, like Captain America or Iron Man, and the villain wins at the end, but like you, like the rest of the movie is the same. Like you, <laughs> you only know that much about the villain. You've been following that, that character seen. the yeah. whole time. It's like it would win. feel really <laughs> weird. Right. Yeah. It would feel really yeah, weird. Yeah, like Ultron wins, at It's the like end. it would it would kinda just feel like they're doing it to like, I don't know, be like edgy or like interesting. But this feels like much more right because we spend a lot of time with Thanos. Yeah. And basically like the only right. reason why we're going to different places is because Thanos is going there or is about to show up. <laughs> yeah. And you and you start to feel for him, kinda like that ending scene with him in the Soul Stone, what we pursue
0: i assume is the right. um soul stone and he's talking to kid gamora and she's like what did it cost and he like looks really sad and he's like everything yeah. you know he he did what he needed to do but he lost everything all his children you know like a majority of like yeah he just like, he lost gamora you know he yeah. lost I think everything, it was so. a nice
2: touch that like you can tell he takes no pleasure in killing people and like it seems yeah. like to an extent like there are some moments that this it doesn't seem to really be true, but to the mo- for the most part, it seems like he doesn't really kill anyone he doesn't have to. Like when he's trying to get the last stone, he
0: all the Avengers He like basically gets them.
2: all the Avengers out of his way. He doesn't because he could kill them all like <laughs> whenever he wants. Yeah, you know, but he's he doesn't he wants it to be a random fair like you know extinction of half the mm-hmm. world or or half the right. half the universe.
0: Yeah. Like he said, it doesn't matter what you are. He probably was included in yeah. that lineup. He just didn't happen to I get think that's adjusted.
2: yeah, I think that's another that's, you know, when he looked confused after someone's theory was that he was confused whether he or not was gonna he was
0: yeah. yeah. he was Yeah, he was surprised that he wasn't one of the people right. who was like, you know, vanished. Right. Yeah. Obviously the opposite theory was also floating that like, oh yeah, you know, he just chose everyone else but <laughs> him. he excluded himself from the raffle. Yeah. He's a bad yeah. dude. You know, and I'm like I mean, yeah, he's a bad dude, but his his he even said so himself. He was like, "I believe it's a mercy that I want to wipe them out painlessly in one go, rather than having to co- go to every planet to planet and conquer it and then kill <laughs> half of them in cold right. blood." Yeah, you know yeah and I, mean? I think I think it go like, like, I think a lot of people have pointed out
1: that it doesn't actually make sense <laughs> like his plan yeah it's like he's just gonna have to snap right. like once every 50 years basically because the population is <laughs> gonna come back yeah but um i think yeah, that yeah. was kind
2: of like a meme for a while too right though i think i have seen like a i think it, it might have been the russos or the writers who talked about it and they were saying that like because i think it was feige that revealed that it was like half of all life like all life like including plants and animals and everything yeah so then it was kind of mm-hmm. like like that's weird now like they're basically at the same state that they were before. Yeah. But they they met, they re, they explained that the idea was that like it would kind of be like a starting over. Right. But they would oh, get it them right a this time. To do like better. they would like yeah. they would understand oh, yeah. he said that, how things he? went wrong and they would like understand how to like properly distribute resources and not be greedy and all that stuff right right having had this experience i feel like he said something about
0: that in the movie i don't remember but I, I, don't, I do remember them talking that. about I need it to after the fact <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it
2: was a pretty big meme but, for a while <laughs> yeah either
1: way like even if they hadn't said that it's it's really a testament um yeah to the writing that yeah you not necessarily that you believe his motivations but you believe that he believes his motivation. Yeah, that's
2: more important in a way. As opposed to just oh, like a yeah. world
1: domination thing or, you know, get this MacGuffin yeah.
0: kind of thing. It's like, yeah. no, like he's yeah, thought he's like, this through. I'm the like... only one who knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He even said so himself. He's like, he's the only one who understands. And he's like, even like the, the strongest have the have the only ones that like can do it are the, the ones who have one. the strongest will, who are willing to do like the dirty deed to yeah. get it done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In a way, it's like, it almost has, like, uh, it's not really the same, but it kind of reminds me of, like, the Punisher in a way. Like, the Punisher Mm. doesn't see himself as a good guy. Like, he knows that at the end of everything, he would have to kill himself because he's doing terrible things to people. You know, like, he would be the last bad person if in his whole, like, quest for you know that is wiping a... out scum yeah
1: that is a really good comparison that i had not
0: yeah yeah I actually it actually reminds me a lot of if you guys remember the series firefly if you guys ever yeah. watched that they had a movie called serenity and it basically had the same theme where they're like building a new like you know uh civilization and it's gonna be like the perfect world or whatever and then this guy who's enforcing it is like killing a bunch of people and he's like oh and you're just gonna forget all the bad things you did and go there he's like i have no place in this new world i'm a monster yeah you know, but I'm going to do my part to build this world and then I'm going to go. Like, I don't have a place yeah. there. Like, I will be the last to go. Right. You know, and, like, that, like, really speaks to it that he, like, knows that he's he's a monster. Yeah.
2: So, it's kind of nice yeah. that, like, Thanos really doesn't remove himself from the equation. And with all the talk about, like, the strongest of wills and stuff, that's him really commenting on, how like, he knows. He knows how terrible this is. <laughs> yeah. But he sees it as, right. like, the best way forward. Yeah. Um, even though he right. may very well also die in the snap, <laughs> yeah. so that was right. really cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I did think it was so, like a little hard at times because we didn't spend really any time with Thanos leading up to this movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there were like mm-hmm. a lot of things had to happen. So I, d- I feel like I would have liked mm-hmm. a little bit more time with him, so I could feel more with him. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like his anguish um, about killing Gamora over losing. It's Gamora. like if yeah. we had a little mm-hmm. bit more of Thanos and Gamora. I would feel Mm -hmm. worse about him feeling bad about it. Yeah. But because up to this Mm -hmm. point, like I know like he says that he like really cares about her, but he's also just been a dick the whole time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, let's go to our final point and
0: wrap up this Uh episode. Uh, It is a little longer than (laughs) usual, but it's a big movie. It's 20 20 movies in one conversation. It's it's 10 years of movies in one conversation. Anyways, uh, let's move on to our last topic, which is... uh, Predictions and thoughts for the future. So if we could just briefly go down the line to each one of us and just kind of see, obviously you can chime in and discuss, sure. but what do you think is next? What What do you think is coming in, in, in Avengers 4, in the untitled <laughs> um, Infinity, Infinity War sequel? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, a lot of people calling it Avenge Us instead of Avengers <laughs> or whatever. Everyone's making up their own names for it or yeah. like, you mm. know. But um, yeah. Just go ahead and uh, let me know what you guys think is like next for the movie. And I don't want to like widespread it. What's next for the MCU? But more so just, just in the, the next sense movie. Of what do you think's gonna happen in the next movie? Yeah, yeah, in the next in uh, Avengers movie, which will include Captain Yeah, Marvel. yeah Captain Marvel is coming up before think, before yeah, the next one.
1: I think everyone. I think it's almost a given that everyone knows that Captain Marvel is gonna play a huge part in it. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I think considering the like post-credit scene of Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, I
1: think that's the safest oh, yeah. Uh, prediction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. Second safest is that. Uh, I would say that obviously Tony Spark, Tony Tony Spark, <laughs> Tony Stark <laughs> is going Tony to play <laughs> a pivotal role, but Captain yeah. America will right. play a larger role. I think. I think so. Really, you think that? I, I
0: actually thought the opposite, and I'm a huge well, captain. because
1: I think, because he definitely, as far as screen time, he definitely took a backseat uh, in this one. Mm, um, that's true. He was pretty ancillary. Um, but uh, we do know that, you know, Doctor Strange knew that they had to keep Tony Stark. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah, I think. Um, and then if you look at, like, the there's the one, the single concept art that's come out um yeah with like you know the team lined up uh cap's pretty out front um yeah
0: yeah yeah i think um a big thing for me is i actually think in general robert downey jr and iron man always gets a lot of screen yeah. time so like him having a lot of screen time in infinity War for me didn't feel like it was going to take away from the next one so i actually thought personally that they're gonna like share it mm. Much like Civil War, it was going to be a lot of both of them. I
2: think I can definitely see that. Yeah. I think I can definitely uh, see that because, like, the whole Infinity War, they basically are not together.
0: They're apart. And the Russos even claim that the the only reason they lost is because the Avengers were not together. So, obviously, this is going to be the let's get the band back together kind of, like, situation, you know? And I think... Um, the big thing about it that is great about them being shared is that if you did want, like, Cap to be more pivotal in it, I actually believe now more than ever that Iron Man is going to retire with, like, a kid because he brought it <laughs> up with the whole Pepper thing and everything he's, like... He's a futurist, so everything he thinks about just kind of happens. <laughs> um, and I think Cap is going to die. And when Cap dies, first of all, I don't think he's getting his original shield back, first of all. I think... Iron Man is going to hand it down to someone else because he owns it at the end of the movie out of like, you know, you know, remembering his friend who's dead. Now, I actually if the time travel theory that everyone's talking about with the whole quantum realm and time being like, you know, irrelevant because of that is true, then I am really hoping that I get to see um, Captain America lift Mjolnir like use Thor's (laughs) hammer at some point. I don't know if that'll happen. It like there's probably a 1% chance that that happens, but <laughs> if they if they like pay off the whole like small movement he did in Age of Ultron by him actually picking it up and using it, uh, I like would he's be like worthy in that. this
2: like final battle before he yeah, like, dies. Yeah, his final
0: standoff with with Thanos which he'll probably lose and and die, but um Yeah, I really think Cap needs to go, as much as I love him. I feel like it's the perfect send-off to let him go, like, doing the final battle with Thanos. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't feel too bad about that. I also wouldn't feel too bad about Hulk getting the boot, um, only because I would love to get Korean Hulk in here. (laughs) Um, Because we are moving toward a more Asian-centric Hollywood, so, (laughs) you know, if you want a new Hulk... You know, we already got introduced to Helen Cho. I mean, it's not crazy to think she has a little brother named Amadeus. Yeah, totally or, even a,
2: you know, yeah, I or think, even a son. You know, I think it's weird. Like, I feel like I'm going to be shortchanged if Cap doesn't die. Like, I love Captain America, yeah, but it's totally But you want like, him to go now. Yeah, it's time to moment, go. I think. One, because, like... I mean, he's the guy to give the ultimate sacrifice. Like, him and Tony oh, yeah. both. Like, Tony, like, in every Avengers movie, pretty much thought he was going to die. <laughs> You know, like he was willing to sacrifice himself every time. So that's why I'm like not, I wouldn't be surprised if he died too. But I think Mm -hmm. like, I think Captain America, the guy who is not the strongest, like giving his life on like the last battle would be like the most meaningful conclusion to like Mm -hmm. all of that, all the things that he's done team wise and like solo wise. And it also opens the opportunity if they want to have Sam or Bucky become the next Captain America. Yeah. Which would be, like, pretty interesting because that's, like, a big step in showing, like, this chapter's done, here's the next chapter. Just yeah. like comic books, like, the world keeps going, like, you know, yeah. we keep moving. But I am interested uh, to see what Captain Marvel's presence is going to be. Like, I think it's going to be a mix of, like, her clearly being another powerhouse because mm-hmm. she'll, like, pretty much be the most, like, physically powerful, powerful right. person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. But I think there's also going to be, like, easing her into, like, being the next leader of, like, the next Avengers team. Yeah, yeah. it's because... kind of hard to introduce a random character and be like, hey, these established characters are going to follow you, stranger. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I think there's yeah. going to be a lot of, like, weaving her into, like, the fabric of mm-hmm. the team. And I think the way that's probably going to happen is that she's going to get a lot of time with Captain America and Tony.
0: Yeah. right it's gonna be like that that as like the, the trinity and uh, actually like last thing i'm gonna bring up anyways theory wise is i actually read this really it's not probably gonna happen at all but someone was like oh my god what if after cap dies they like something about the soul stone redoes that age of ultron scene when he walks into an empty ballroom and then when he walks into the empty ballroom you see like peggy at the end of it going welcome home or like you know, your are home. <laughs> and then he was like, done. <laughs> oh, that would break me. I would just <laughs> openly weep in the theater then and there. I like would leave and have to rewatch the movie another time to finish it. Cause like, ah, oh, that would break me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So like my theories wise, like the only solid theory that I feel like I'm going to have is I agree with you with the whole, it'll probably be like a trilogy of Tony, uh, cap and, um, and, um, Carol, uh, Captain Marvel. And, yeah. Um, I feel as if the only one who's going to die that I feel like needs to die is definitely Captain America as like the end of the old guard. Mm. Because if his first movie is called The First Avenger, then he might as well be the last (laughs) last of the old Avengers. You know what I mean? The one who goes. I
1: think if that happens, I like Marvel has shown such restraint um, but I find it so hard for them not to bow into the whole uh, Hollywood like leaving leaving it open. I could totally I think right. Captain America will at least retire. I have a hard yeah. time seeing him die
0: <laughs> Really yeah this is my opinion. what would he retire to though like what he retire to though? I, yeah, because I feel I think that that's wouldn't p- I think push him to of- like
2: do the right thing and fight alongside everyone. <laughs> I feel like that's part yeah, of the reason why Captain America has to die because I don't think he would ever retire. Right. Like he's the kind of guy who would always show up to the fight, even if he were like 150 years old <laughs> and could like at best he is 150 years old. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why I think. Well, this is the thing that's- that I'm wondering because I think people are assuming of the people that are still alive, which is the original Avengers team. Some or all of them will die. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like they had, this is actually one of the things that I talked, I think, with you about Sonny early on. Maybe it was mm-hmm. both of you. I don't know. But um, they, they kept having like that recurring line about like, we don't trade lives. And mm-hmm. it, to me, it like plants the seed that they're going to be literally trading <laughs> lives in the next movie. Yeah. Like, one Mm, one of them will have to die (laughs) in order for another one to, like, thrive and continue on. Like, maybe not, like, that, like, one-to-one. Like, there's a scene where, like, I'm going to go and, like, you're back now. But, like, (laughs) just, like, metaphorically, like, they can't all be there. It's like changing of the guard. Yeah. It's like changing of the guard, yeah. So, I'm wondering if, like, I'm wondering, like, who do you guys think of the original Avengers will die? Who would you want to die? Who would you not want to die? Like, all that stuff. Captain America, Hawkeye hulk and
0: uh let's see Uh, (laughs) he's just one of all dead (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's it and then retire i would want romanoff um iron man and i want thor to continue so thor would continue being part of the avengers and then the rest of the two of the five would retire and then three of them would die Mm. that's what i think that's what i also kind of (laughs) hope because i feel like we've done enough of hulk um i feel i feel like they're even running out of things to do with him you know like after ragnarok in a way yeah it's hard because they don't have
2: like they can't make movies yeah and like a lot of people are
0: strong now so what does he got going for him you know (laughs) he punches things you know he yells a lot i don't know but um hawkeye going is fine i feel like because he'll have his hurrah moment in this because obviously they need to bring him back for some reason apparently the only reason they always lose which is another meme on the <laughs> internet is that you know hawkeye's not there and they lose hawkeye is there they win so yeah. it's hawkeye actually carrying the avengers arrows. yeah and i feel like it would be great for him to pay it forward to wanda because her brother died to save him yeah so and he said so in civil war that he he owes a debt to wanda oh my god and he's always been like a father figure for her so it'd be great for him to like go for to help bring wanda back yeah like you know be in wanda's arms when he goes quick and tangent he, like, his last line being you are an avenger yeah and then um and then um as for cap obviously i already gave my spiel about he, yeah he, he he deserves the righteous glory of like going out fighting against the ultimate bad and i think tony deserves a happy ending to like go off with pepper and just yeah. be done finally <laughs> and then like maybe sponsor the avengers you know like pay but like not be a part of it because he's a (laughs) he's done he's done he keeps talking in all of his last like three movies he's talking about being done yeah yeah that's true and then um not like the actor but like the character itself is constantly saying i'm gonna be done you know and then i'll be with pepper i'll be done (laughs) which is one of the only few cases
1: because like 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 uh chris evans and chris hemsworth have said they're they're done uh but the characters clearly aren't done so it's like Tony, yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. is the only one who's like ready to keep
0: going, but his character, yeah. like keep, his character is kind of done. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah, And then as for Romanoff, I feel like she too has such like a broken backstory that I feel like instead of death, she actually deserves like to just like be done. And there's you a know like Black she's Widow had movie. a long life of assassinations yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Plus the whole Black Widow movie. Right. So I feel like it'd be great if the Black Widow movie actually came out and i know i said i wasn't going to talk about the movies but whatever <laughs> <clears throat> it's hard not to honestly but yeah yeah but if like the black Mo- widow movie came out it would be great to have like an older scarlett johansson be like in the because i'd rather it be like a backtrack than mm. like you know current yeah. events mm. so like it would be great to have her like be kind of like old and like remembering and we'd have like an older like makeup scarlett johansson like be <laughs> or like to the CGI retired it. yeah yeah the the retired um natasha romanoff like not telling someone the story but like in a scene at the end or like yeah. whatever hmm. you know maybe burning or burying her past or getting rid of the red on her ledger <laughs> yeah you know, getting rid of her ledger or something you know that that'd be yeah. cool but yeah, yeah. but yeah what do you think ryan what 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 would you want of the old guard
2: to stay
1: uh in see like i said i just have a hard time i feel like there's so
2: what, what would you like though like what would you yeah it's like do? not about
0: what you believe will happen. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you want maybe you i just
1: believe that because that's great. what i want like i <laughs> that's <laughs> like the cop out. it's like
0: they're just gonna they do cop it out, but like <laughs> they're just gonna do it because i don't want anyone <laughs> honestly to
1: i would i feel like i would be i think infinity war <laughs> was so sad that i would be completely okay if everyone just like bowed
0: out gracefully, <laughs> like <laughs> 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 we're retiring right. it was
2: a long hard it's fight it's like exactly. it's just like the six of them like like with their arms around each other like walking into the sunset yeah like it's no, gonna walking be into okay a swarm restaurant. into a shawarma yeah. restaurant yeah enjoy a shawarma um, restaurant yeah no that's that's
1: where i would be
2: um well, you really don't want any of them yeah. to go no i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna stick with well. them. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what i would like I, w- I would think yeah I want Cap to die because I want to feel like I just want to like die inside but like in the good yeah. way you know like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like a cathartic death I don't know yeah and so that's that's and it that. was earned. <laughs> for it Tony was earned. Tony I can go either way because like I think he just absolutely deserves happy retirement right. like mm-hmm. he's just given so much of himself to like everything mm-hmm. um, if he does die. Like, I'd be okay either way. If he does die, I want him still around as an AI. Like, I want him to be the, like, just sort of, the, like, his personality is in, like, an AI that eventually someone like Ironheart will use as the AI for her suit or mm-hmm. something. Or, like, mm-hmm. like AI Tony will, like, kind of be a companion to Shuri or someone. You know what I mean? Just mm. kind of, like, around in presence, right. but he's not, like, there. Um, right. Hawkeye, I think... I think it's probably better if he dies because... Yeah he's already like gone into retirement. So he would just go into retirement again. The only <laughs> you know, like, reason back and forth. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I wouldn't want him to go into retirement is if they plan to bring, um, Kate Bishop into the Marvel cinematic universe. Who's like, mm. who's also Hawkeye. She's like the young Avengers Hawkeye. Mm. which she's like mm. a great character, but like part of what makes her really fun in the comics is her dynamic with Clint. Mm. So mm. I'd be okay with him being around as long as, as like a mentor? Kate Bishop. Yeah. becomes the person mm. that he mentors. Um, Hulk, I actually am okay with the Hulk going, but I want Bruce Banner around. If that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, support I love that. Bruce Banner. Oh, I support that. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, oh, so either so the Hulk somehow is just gone, that. or like he finds a way to sort of like separate, or something happens. But I want Bruce. Reality around. Stone. Yeah. Soul Stone. Let's see, and Natasha Romanoff, I. Want her around more because I feel like she's been a story-wise important character in the movies, but she still hasn't, like, really, like, achieved her full potential as a character within the stories. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it'd be kind of cool. Like, she's so, like, talented and tactical and all these things. So I feel like she's, like, Mm -hmm. a great mentor figure for, like, young heroes that don't really know what Mm -hmm. they're doing. Like, that's literally part of a storyline in the Champions comic um Mm. with like miss marvel and um miles morales spider-man and stuff like that like black widow teaches them to like be like much more legit and that's pretty cool uh Uh, who else am i missing is that everyone thor 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 i kind of i want him to like be around just so he can play a little bit longer with his new personality because it's like so good it feels weird that like he would go like right after having it yeah
0: especially um, with the money he's bringing in you know, <laughs> i feel and it. like
2: a thing is like i think he might have been you know prepped to leave before during like thor 2 like who wouldn't the be original writing right, but like yeah. when you see him behind the scenes with taika you can tell they're like on the same wavelength and he's just like having so much fun yeah. i can't right. imagine he would be opposed to like doing that again with taika because yeah. taika yeah. is like his perfect director match for his humor hey
0: man <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna save your career and we're gonna make more of these movies <laughs> wanna come <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
2: the only reason um i don't know because I, I think maybe it's just because i can't think of a way for his death to be like important to me like yeah i can't i can't think of a way for it to have like that impact so i think i want him around. like a purpose yeah yeah mm. that's fair i mean he's also like he's the leader of asgard like there's no other leader of asgard like every important yeah. character to asgard is dead so like he needs to stay around. The only reason, the only way that they can get around it is like bringing in Jane Foster, Thor, but she's not Asgardian for one, yeah. so she's not like she doesn't really have a place there. Which I guess you can do kind of like an Aquamanish story, like out of place, but it's much cleaner just to have him play a little bit longer in the space. Yeah, because I, yeah. I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to like completely change everyone too fast. Because I think if mm-hmm. you like bring in all new people as like the main players, then people are gonna like. Be be done with it. Yeah, they're not yeah, going to like want to have to like start over from scratch. So I think we yeah, need some you need to keep familiar around, Yeah, to like ease everyone into like the new age.
1: On that note, I am yep, definitely that's what on I team Shuri.
2: Uh, Shuri, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Shuri <laughs> yeah. Williams. Shuri becomes
1: <laughs> Ironheart. Uh, that's
0: yeah, yeah. That's, that's my it favorite fan sense. theory at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm also a big fan of there. A lot of people are saying that the next movie are, is going to have a time jump. Yeah. And I would really love to see her as Black Panther That's holding true. down the fort yeah. at Wakanda yeah. while her brother's gone. I hope so. But not accepting the throne fully because she knows he'll be back. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would like, be She legit. fully believes he's not gone. But Lady Panther, I would love <laughs> to see that. Love to see that. Yeah. Um, That'd be amazing. But yeah, with that being said, that covers every point we're going to talk about today. So, you know, great, great, great job. We did it. Thanks.
2: <laughs> Appreciate it. That yeah, it. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that discussion about Avengers Infinity War. And we hope you guys enjoyed Ryan on the podcast. He's a really cool guy and we'll definitely be having episodes with him in the future. If you have any questions, comments, likes, dislikes about Avengers Infinity War, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or our main website, jitters.com. Thanks, guys. See you on the next
3: one.